Thanks for tuning in to Lash Alliance Education. This is Morgan Glass, the owner and founder. I am here to bring you the most updated free education in the lash industry. Remember, we are in this together, one client at a time. Hey, 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 it is Morgan Class, the owner and founder of Lash Alliance. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to open your own lash studio. As most of you probably know from listening to my podcast, I do have my own lash studio and we are coming up on our fourth anniversary. So this podcast is going to be really great if you are in the process of about to open your own studio and or even if you're solo, you don't have to necessarily be in the process right now, but if you are solo and you are wanting to open your own studio. I'm going to give you a couple of just tips and tricks that I did to help me open my own studio, but also some mistakes that I made when I opened my studio because I was really young when I opened my own studio and there's some things that I didn't know about that I do know now. Um, And I actually just thought of something else, so I'm writing it down. I'm a note girl, so I have all these notes for you guys, but um. A couple of announcements really quick before I get into this. We are carrying now 0.05 and 0.18, so that's really exciting. I know 0.05 was really asked for, so um, we do have 0.05 and 0.18 now lashes. So time you are listening to this, they should be uploaded on the site. Also, I will be uploading the training classes for... 2022 any day now. Now, we don't have any online classes as of right now. We only host them in our salon, but I, all of you guys that are local, you know, I'd love for you to take some some of my trainings or if you were to travel to me as well, that would be awesome. I'd love to meet you. So, okay, so let's kind of get started on this. How to open your own lash studio. So, I have had my lash studio for almost four years now. I was pretty young when I opened it. I have another podcast. It's one of the first, I think it's like my third one on, you know, opening my own studio at 19. I was very, very young. I started lashes at a really young age. I started lashing at 18. I went to cosmetology school when I was in high school. Growing up, you know, I had a single mom. We didn't really have much. So I knew I always had to work and I've always had a really good worth ethic just because, you know, I didn't want to ever struggle like we had to grow up doing. So but with that being said, I was really young. So there's a lot of things that I didn't know. I did know a lot just because I'm really big on researching, but there's so much. It's insane. I still don't know everything. I mean, I learn things every day, but I know so much now that if only I would have known that when I first started or if I would have had someone when I first started, because I started in this industry five years ago and I feel like it's gone a lot better and like especially in my state like not to like brag on myself I feel like I'm like a really humble person but I do feel like I've changed that a lot in the in our state especially with my support group that I have and it's very though five years ago it was very like hush hush I felt like I reached out to multiple girls like no one would really help me and this is before I opened my own studio this is when I was um just lashing if I had any questions just a basic question you know on what adhesive do you use or you know what products do you like like it was very like no one wanted to tell you no one was really helpful and I know even before I got into the industry five years ago I've heard other stories too of it being like that as well and I've heard stories of 
um, ladies saying that they would charge, like it was like 40 or $50 to find out what adhesive they used. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's so different now. And I feel like too, in my state, it's like completely changed. So I'm really happy to be a part of that. And I, you know, I want to help and I don't want anyone to struggle like I did in the beginning and opening my studio, you know, I didn't know a lot. And if I can help you, then that's great. So if I don't go over something today, feel free to DM me. I'm basically just going over a couple bullet points that will help you when you first start your own studio. So the first thing is going to be picking your name. So you're going to be... So before you open your own studio, you're solo, I'm assuming. You're probably in a room. That's how I was. I was in a room solo by myself. Well, typically when you're like that, your Facebook page, Instagram, all that, it's called like Lashes by Morgan or, you know, something kind of like that. And that's, I think mine was called like, I don't even remember, something cute and something similar like that. So you have to, you know, you're, you're not going to want to call your studio that if, if you're going to be having other girls in there, okay? Um, you might want to be solo and have a full studio to yourself. I mean, that's fine. But typically, no. If you're owning your own lash studio, your goal is to have lashers in there and your goal is to retire yourself from behind the chair. So you're going to need to come up with a name that is, you know, definitely do something unique, but also something that you know, isn't just lashes by Morgan because there's going to be other girls in there or, or guys, they aren't, me personally, if I was just a lash artist, I don't think I would want to work at a studio that's like lashes by Morgan. I would want some, something that is more, you know, um, that feels more like a team. So you need to figure that out. Now I will say, and I feel like what I'm about to tell you, I could do a whole other podcast on because it's really so important, such a big deal. But picking your name, you need to trademark it. I 100% recommend trademarking it. When I first opened my studio, I made the mistake on not trademarking my salon name. For you guys that don't know, my salon is actually called something different than Lash Alliance. I didn't start Lash Alliance until like three years into my lash studio. So my lash studio is called Flirt and Flutter, which yes, it's very cute, but they're not in my state, but in other states, there are other Flirt and Flutters, okay? <laughs> so um, yeah, there's uh, my name, will, my our salon name will probably eventually be changed to Lash Alliance because our Lash Alliance name is trademarked. Um, so you need to get with an attorney on that. I actually, when I first did my trademark, I didn't get with an attorney because I am such like a penny pincher, penny pincher, and I wanted to save money and I didn't want to pay for an attorney. So I basically went on the website and um, it's USPTO.gov. Okay. So I went on there and I studied actually, <laughs> it's kind of funny, I studied other lash brands, a couple of really, really big lash brands out in our industry. I studied their trademark. So when I did the application, I knew exactly how to do it. And it was really, really hard. Like the language on it is like kind of crazy. It, it It's just so foreign, you know? And you have to submit like, I think it's like two or three like photos of your business and like kind of describing like what it is and what you do. And one of mine wasn't accepted. I think it was like just my logo on the second photo and it wasn't accepted. And they had told me that whenever I submit, resubmit, 
if it's also not accepted that I'm gonna have to like pay the fees again so I got really nervous so I went ahead and got a at that point I got an attorney to help me finish it just because I was like oh my god like I already kind of like was winging this doing this I don't want them to not accept this again and then me have to pay all this money over again so at that point, it wasn't, it was pretty cheap actually for an attorney to help me because I had already done all the hard work. Um, but you know, I would just get with an attorney to, because honestly I went crazy. I did it for like a day or two and like my mind, I was just like, oh my God, I don't know how I just did this, you know, but I was really proud of myself doing that. But I actually used an attorney in California. I know a lot of you ladies are from California. I'm from Oklahoma. Um, I actually just have found him online. And I can give you his number and his email, his contact info. He is great. When we were at LashCon in California back in um, in November, I actually had met a girl there that was wanting to trademark her name. And I gave her his info. He's great. He helped me. And I highly recommend him. So you can also go on the website. Again, it's uspto.gov. And you can do a trademark search and a trademark lookup, okay? So by doing this, you can see what has already been chosen. So if you think of a name, so when I created Lash Alliance, and Lash Alliance is basically like my trainings, my products, and my podcast, okay? So when I created Lash Alliance, I actually had thought of a different name. I won't say what it is, but it was kind of... It, I really liked it, okay, which I love Lash Alliance as well, but I really liked this name, but someone had already um, took that name, and I had never even heard of the company, but um, it was trademarked, so I, obviously I couldn't use it, so I came up with Lash Alliance, and I immediately, at that point, I knew, um, you know, because like I said, this was like three years into having my Lash Studio, I had learned about trademarks, and I knew I needed to get a trademark on my name, so please, please, please make sure you pick a name, and get it trademarked and have an attorney help you on that, okay? So that's the first thing. The second thing is gonna be deciding on your location. I highly recommend getting something, which you're gonna have to obviously get something that you can afford, but what I would recommend is get something that you can afford just by yourself. If you do that, it's going to be so much easier on yourself. That's what I had did. And yeah, I didn't get the brand new shopping center. But a lot of salons do that. And they either take out all of these loans or they're barely making it. I got a shopping center. It's in a good part of town. The city that we're in, I mean, is in general, I mean, it's just a, I mean, it's a good city, um, but it's in, you know, a nice part of town, but it's an older shopping center. Um, you know, the owner here, he's here every day. His dad had built this building, so it is an older shopping center, but my rent is more affordable. If I went to a brand new shopping center, my rent would be double. So I recommend doing that. Um, I know so many places say, oh, location, location, location. Well, you don't necessarily have to be in the nicest location. Um, as long as you're in a good area, if you're in a little bit of an older shopping center, it's fine because if you're doing good lashes and you're just a good company in general, people will come to you. And my salon is living proof of that because we're an older shopping center, but we've been able to grow and grow so big and, you know, really become one of the top lash studios in Oklahoma. So, um, I would definitely pick something more affordable because here's the thing, over time you build, you can move, if you want to, you can move a location and get, you know, get the brand new nice shopping center 
Or what I did was you can update, and that's what I had did just little at a time. I got brand new flooring, brand new paint, brand new everything, you know, and I've done that over time. I've also been able to expand. So now I have 3,000 square feet, and we're actually about to get the fourth spot. So <laughs> we're about to have four suites and have 4,000 square feet. And just the amount of space that I'm able to have is just so awesome. And I know that this amount of space, 4,000 square feet elsewhere, I know that I would be, oh my God, I'd be paying so much more. So I really recommend on getting something more affordable. I am really big on like Dave Ramsey. I don't know if you guys know who that is. I'm sure some of you do, but I'm really big on that. And um, I bootstrapped my business. So that means I didn't take out any loans um, to open it up or anything. And, you know, I only started with one um, with one suite. And just over time, I was able to expand and I was able to, you know, get the nice new flooring and, um, you know, remodel and things like that. So, I would really, really recommend doing that just because you don't want to, personally, I would not want to take out all of these loans and then having to pay, pay all the loans. And that's just, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of doing that. I know everyone's different. I know there's, I'm not going to say who they are again, <laughs> but I know there is, um, I've heard of, there's another, um, company that has like really tells people oh just take out a loan get a credit card and I'm just like oh my gosh like I don't know I'm just a lot different maybe it's just the way like I said how I grew up or I don't know but I just um, don't want to owe anyone anything so and I think it's definitely something to be proud of the fact that you were able to open your business and not have to take out any loans. I think that is truly amazing. So, you know, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You know, everyone has their own opinion on things. But if you can, I would just don't take out a loan if you don't have to. Just update as you can. Buy decorations as you can. You know, that's what I had did. I, um, you know, we have so many more like decorations and cute chairs and, you know, these cute backdrops and everything now four years in than we do, you know, than we did when we first opened. You know, that stuff comes in time. So don't be so worried about, you know, having to, you feel like you have to take out a loan to get all this stuff at once. Work at it throughout time, okay? It's it's going to get there. Just be patient. Um... So that's that. Um, you're going to need to decide if you want employees, booth renters, or if you want to be solo. And like I mentioned in the beginning, you're more likely, I don't think you're wanting to be solo, solo if you're opening up, you know, a if you're getting like a full suite. So you're going to have to decide if you do want those employees and if you do want those booth renters. This again, I will do another podcast on this, the, the difference between 1099 and W2, because that is something as well that I made mistakes on when I first opened because I truly did not know. I had an accountant that I do not use him anymore. Now I have this amazing lady that is so awesome and so great. But when I first opened, I had this guy and, you know, I was asking him about, how, you know, how to do all that and everything. And he told me, only thing he told me basically was um, file them as 1099. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't really know exactly what all that meant. I thought 1099 was a W-2, honestly, is what I thought. Um, I mean, I knew there was a little bit of a difference, but I didn't know there was as big of a difference that there is. So, 
look into all those. I'll do another podcast on that because I feel like that is just so, so, so much information and you definitely want to be very careful on how you do that and I feel like a lot of salon owners are like me to where you start people off as like 1099 just because you don't really, you honestly don't know and then you realize, oh, wow, like this is more W-2 and then you're going to have to switch. So you really need to make sure that if you do have 1099 in there, that's technically self-employed. So you need to make sure you're treating them like someone that is self-employed and not treating them like an employee, okay? So really make sure you look into that and you decide what works best for you. I personally don't like W-2 better, but you know, you need to decide what you want to have, okay? Um, and then my last thing, well, actually, no, there's two more things, but um, I would highly, if you are going to be a salon owner, I would highly recommend starting your own product line or getting in with a company that's going to give you um, discounts for ordering large orders, okay? Because when I first opened, I used a company and they have amazing products, don't get me wrong, but they were so expensive. You know, I was paying $60 for a lash glue and 20 plus dollars on a lash tray and then I started getting my my girls in and I had all these lash artists and we were spending so much money on product and I was like there's gotta be a way to get my costs down and you know I was trained classic and volume with them I reached out to them about oh hey do I get a discount for this yes I did it was very very little it was barely anything I'm like wow that's barely anything that doesn't do anything (laughs) um that basically saves me on shipping and that's it so I knew I needed to get my costs down and that's when I really started and that's when Lash Alliance was born honestly I was already doing trainings at that point but um then that's when Lash Alliance was born and I will do another podcast on that as well because I feel like that on how to start your own product line that is definitely another topic for another day because that is very intensive as well but definitely look into starting your own product line or get in with a company that will give you those discounts. I have a brand ambassador program that will give you 15% off. That's also really well. But I'm actually, just since I was in that boat as well, starting my own salon and having to pay so much in product, I'm actually looking into currently on having a program for just salon owners that do have employees that will give you um, a lot more affordable products. So that's something that I will release um, here in the future, but that is something that I've wanted to do actually for a long time as well, because I understand being a salon owner, you want to cut your cost down as much as possible, especially when you have employees, because there's so much taxes that you have to pay. It's insane. Okay. Another thing is if you're going to have retail products at the front, make sure you get a sales tax ID. Okay. Um, you're going to have to get that with your state. Um, you can do it online. It's super easy. Just Google it. It will pop up. Um, it's through your state. Just type in sales tax, you know, whatever state you are. And you're going to have to get that permit to post up at the front. And every month you are going to have to, um, you're basically going to have to collect sales tax on those products. And you are going to have to um, turn in that money each month. You do it you do it all online. It's really easy. Um, I, well, I say that now that okay when I first started I was like what the heck but uh, now it's a lot easy because now I do it every month but I know some of you guys though you may be very familiar with that because I know some states um 
from what I've been researching, you have to charge sales tax on services. I think that's so crazy because here in Oklahoma, we don't have that. So to me, that's very foreign. We don't have to charge sales tax on services, but we do on retail products. So some of you may already be familiar with that because you may be having to already charge sales tax on your service. Um, I could see that maybe changing more and more states. I would not be surprised if eventually we do have to charge sales tax on our services. So um, definitely make sure you are doing everything the legal way. Those are just a couple of tips to help get you started feel free to dm me on lash alliance education on instagram i can definitely help you i do not charge to take a phone call from you um you know maybe one day if i'm just like getting all these dang phone calls every day but i doubt that you know um i don't think it's ever going to get to that point where i'm just getting five million phone calls a day um, I do not charge for that. I know I've seen a lot of companies that do, and I just think that's really wild. Um, now I get it. Some of the companies are really, really big, so they probably just don't have the time to be doing that. But, you know, I have the time and I was actually talking about this on our Instagram story the other day. I actually kind of like being like the small business that we are because I feel like I have a good relationship with you all and if you are listening to this right now and you don't you know if we haven't you know talked reach out to me like I would love to get to know you and you know I'm just really big on being able to help because you know yeah I didn't have that when I first started so definitely reach out to me and if we need to talk on the phone um we can talk on the phone you know a lot of times if someone does reach out for help I'll end up voice messaging them on Instagram just because it's so much to type so I am always down to help you anything that you need please let me know I hope I hope I hope that this helped you a little bit there's so 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 much more um there's just so much that goes into it so that's why really reach out to me and um I can give you any advice that um you know, that helped me. And um, I'll definitely have to do a part two on this because there's so much information. But okay, I hope you got some value out of that. Have a good night.